0: Hang on.
1: up everybody welcome into another episode of the cut i'm your host christian williams and i am here as always with randy hall randy how are you man
0: doing pretty good uh we just had a frustrating hour and a half with madden but here we are uh yeah yeah fix your <laughs> servers love those, madden get to of those d incredible yeah. situations uh Twice. But, yeah <laughs>
1: it's not great. ridiculous
0: uh yeah pretty good you know coming off of a pretty injury ridden week of football, hoping to be a little bit better this week.
1: Yeah. And one of the freakiest injuries, I know we're going to talk about it later, but the Daniel Bellinger uh, eye injury was gnarly. It was gnarly looking. He had blood from his eye being fractured and probably like ruptured and stuff uh, on his uniform. It was nuts. And you feel for him because he was becoming a really big part of that offense, too. So. It's a bummer. And I've never seen a dude punch a dude through the little hole in his helmet. Like, I don't know how oh. he got enough force going into his helmet. I mean, I know yeah, you I can, see. like, poke people in the eye, but not punch them. Yeah.
0: But it's, it's crazy. Yeah.
1: It's crazy. All right. We do have a little bit of news this week. Uh, were, So a lot of trades have happened in the last few days. So we have not spoken with you guys since Christian McCaffrey was traded to the 49ers. Uh, for a massive haul of picks he obviously played this week um, and look like he's when when he's fully incorporated to the offense they're they're definitely going to utilize him Um, what are your thoughts on the McCaffrey trade do you think that that's a good haul for the Panthers
0: yeah I think it's a good haul we talked about it like right when it happened and it's kind of like you're trying to get a one for Chris McCaffrey and they basically did with two three four and a five I mean that's as close to a one or one plus as you can get. I do know they will be a little bit later picks, but still, it's worth mm-hmm. it. Uh, it's really worth it for them. Jeff Wilson's been okay, but he hasn't been really electric for this offense. Uh, Elijah Mitchell has looked good, but he's just not what CFC is. And I think this kind of unlocks a, a different dynamic to their offense and it. Uh, allows Debo not to be used like he didn't want to be used. So it's it's going to be a good thing all around, and it'll be exciting to see an actual bell cow back in this offense, and we'll see how it really works.
1: Yeah, I I am still curious. Obviously, McCaffrey going to get the lion's share, but when Elijah Mitchell comes back, they I mean, they do like Elijah Mitchell. I, I still think yeah. that they do. It's just he's not available, and they're – they think they're win now and so i and i think they're right i think they are win now especially with the current landscape of the nfc i think they've got as good a shot as any um obviously not coming off the best performance this last week but yeah but you throw that out i think but ultimately yeah i i just think their fascination with running backs is is crazy it's i i don't really understand um how, the level of investment they have put into that yeah, position. so it's
0: it's they've used what is it? Now a second, three thirds, a fourth, two fifths, and a seventh and running backs in the last like two or three years.
1: Yeah, and, well, something well, three
0: like that. or four, including next sixth. year, six. Obviously,
1: Elijah Mitchell was a sixth, so he, oh. he counts, but. Yeah. But yeah, it's just And you know what? And they landed the best one in football, or arguably the best one in football. So probably not the best one. Top five. Yeah, we'll there. Top five. Uh, another running back trade that happened more recently was James Robinson was sent to the Jets to replace Brees Hall, with Brees Hall going down with an ACL injury and meniscus, I believe, right? Is what it was. Yeah. Um, so James Robinson didn't play a whole lot this last week for the Jaguars. And so they kind of phased him out anyway. Um, you know, I I have a tweet that went crazy and everyone's making fun of me and stuff. Shout out Twitter. Cool. Uh, but I said, you know, this is really great for James Robinson. He's going to an offense that knows how to use their running backs in an effective way. We saw where Brees Hall was. I know he was getting big chunk plays and James Robinson probably won't, but I do like his fit to replace Brees once he's back up to speed and, fully healthy
0: yeah it should work out really well um it's a team that's clearly gonna run the ball a ton and kind of slow down the well speed up the clock actually if you really and slow down the game so I think he can continue to have a really good day and like you said he's not gonna necessarily have the breakaway runs that Brees Hall was having but he can still he's still very capable of getting five yards of carry in an offense like this
1: and for the – he was a sixth-round pick, so. Yeah, I, I think
0: it's, is it conditional to a fifth if he gets like 700 yards or something like that, which yeah. it's very but, possible.
1: But you still full-sun that, I think. Yeah. He's already shown that he can do that, and like I said, I think he fits what they want in their running back. Him and Brees have a very similar style. That's all I was kind of saying with that tweet is they they run very similarly. Obviously, Brees Hall's better for what it's worth. Um, and then the last trade just really quickly – Robert Quinn today was traded to the Eagles for a fourth round pick. So the Bears cleared even more cap. I believe they are clearing 14 million from next year. So now they have by far the most cap. I believe they're in the 130s. Um, Unfortunately, the free agent class next year kind of sucks, but they might be able to kind of utilize that in trades as well and go get some guys that might not get extended. I think they'll have a, a strategy to put people around fields that's the hope (laughs) yeah that is certainly the hope um we'll talk about justin fields later of course but let's get into our week eight preview this week unfortunately the chiefs and chargers are on by so it feels like every week we have just massive fantasy performers going out Um, that tends to happen when multiple teams have buys but this week patrick mahomes clearly and austin eckler are the big ones i think justin herbert uh, counts kind of but he's had kind of a rough year thus far so not so much for fantasy but yeah. on an nfl side of things um at least we're getting one less week of missing mike williams though since
0: yes because he's probably out a couple weeks
1: i they said a minimum of 4 weeks today so
0: and he'd been put on the ir today though then
1: mm. Yeah, I don't think they did that. So maybe it was just an assumption. But yeah, minimum of four weeks is the breaking news report I got to my phone, which Mm. sucks. We'll see. Yeah. Um, Okay. First up, Thursday Night Football, the Ravens play the Buccaneers tomorrow. Uh, Spread. Ravens are favored by one and a half, and the over-under is 45 and a half. Um, So both of these teams are in kind of a a weird place because neither – team's offense is playing well um lamar definitely carried the ravens to a win uh but overall it was a pretty rough game gus edwards made his return 16 carries 66 yards and two touchdowns um and then rashad bateman might not play in this game so we we might not see that
0: it it seems like he barely got in the field this last week and it seemed like the mark andrews injury is bigger than they let on and he might not play yeah. yeah
1: So what I'm saying is it could be a good day for Isaiah, likely. Um and, uh, I,
0: Thank I, you yeah. for not doing the
1: joke. Yeah, yeah. Um and then on the other side, Brady and the Bucs just looked terrible. They lost to the Panthers last week. Uh Brady went 32 of 49 for 290. We've gotten here the Brady's playing okay. Um you know, he <laughs> he's, he's playing he's playing good he's he's That's he's playing thing. well i will say i don't think his receivers are though I, yeah. I think a lot of his team are letting him down honestly
0: yeah this the line's not holding up and we knew that was going to happen there's a lot of injuries they can't run the ball right now so brady's he's above his career average in completion percentage yards per game attempts per per game he has an eight to one touchdown and to in, uh interception ratio He's been sacked 10 times, and that's a lot for Brady because you know how often he's just going to get the ball in his hand and avoid to hit. So, I mean, he's doing everything he can. It's not like father time, you know, is past the hill and all that, uh, that we're starting to get, you know, the vibes on Twitter and stuff. Uh, he's, he's actually playing pretty well. And if he's throwing 50 times a game and still, you know, doing well, it's just – I yeah. mean, your top two guys, Evans – this week 9 and 15 for 96, Godwin 7 or 13 for 43. It's just not going to cut it. And yeah. when you can't run the ball at all and it, it's just it's just been really bad of an offense.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it certainly has. Um I you know, this is a game where the 45 and a half feels low when you look at what these two teams are. I don't no, though. Uh, just with, I mean, the Ravens scored what twenty-three points last week, um, and, Bucks and the Buc- scored three. Yeah, so I I feel like the under is going to hit. I feel like we've been doing pretty well with hitting our unders. Uh, offenses yeah. are still struggling. Where are you going in this game?
0: I I think you have to go to the Ravens at this point. Uh, with just how bad the Bucks as a whole team was done the last couple of weeks, and, and the defense hasn't been phenomenal. There's been a lot of injuries there as well. Uh, I know they've already rolled out, like, Antoine Winfield and a few other people for this game. I believe Carlton Davis. Um, but at a certain point, if Bateman's not going to be able to play and Andrews might not play, uh, I don't really think that's going to matter as much. So I do think this is a really low-scoring game where the Ravens just ink it out because the Bucks just can't get in the end zone, maybe. I don't... It's been tough. It, yeah. It's one of those things, like... 32 of 49 for 290. If you add on two touchdowns in that, you're like, oh, my – Brady's killing it right now, you know, and it's it's just weird how it's been.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I do think the Ravens' defense kind of came into itself last week a little bit, and so uh, that's where I'll take the Ravens. I'll take the under in this game. And honestly, like, you're not super excited about any of the pass catchers. Um, Yeah. (sighs) I, I feel like even like Evans and Godwin have low upside right now, but you still play them. Of course, where you drafted them, you still play them. Yeah. So, um. okay. Anything else on that game?
0: Nope.
1: All right. Sunday morning. We're back to a morning game. Uh, the Denver Broncos are playing the Jaguars. Jaguars are two and a half point favorites in this game. The over under is 39. Uh, it sounds like Russell Wilson's going to play. He was on the plane for, he was he was doing high knees in the, the aisles of the plane and uh I thought it was a joke. Like I, I thought that people were making things up at first, and then I saw KJ Hamler quote tweeted it and said he's not joking, and he was clearly annoyed. Um, so shout out KJ Hamler for being like, Yeah, stop doing that while we're sleeping, bro. Um
0: Yeah, it's a bit of a dick move. Um it's a bit of uh only caring, it's it's a selfish move. And I get what he's doing, you know, obviously with your body really Banged up and uh, abnormally tight with these injuries. You want to stay loose. You don't want to be sitting for eight hours. I get it. Um, stretch your seat or some shit. Like the, yeah. <laughs> to Stuff be jumping around next to people that are trying to sleep. In is so rude. Uh, yeah. it, it really is just. He's just digging himself a deeper hole in like the, you know, personal part of this. Uh, I do think he's been pretty banged up all year. I think that's attributed a little bit to the play. But even if he plays here, I'm not looking to play Russ at all.
1: Um, no, so. no, not at all. And there was a rumor that um, Nathaniel Hackett could be on the chopping block if they lose this game. And I, you know, I don't see a way in which the Broncos go win this game unless Trevor Lawrence is atrocious. The, the Broncos are going to be missing Baron Browning um you know they they still have a really good defense for what it's worth their defense is carrying them immensely probably more than any singular unit is carrying another team um but yeah if if Nathaniel Hackett gets fired it would be the third shortest tenure of head coach of a head coach of all time uh Bill Belichick's one day with the Jets counts in that so really like his second shortest tenure and yeah and I think Broncos fans would be pretty happy. Um, this last week, though, Jerry Judy finally got targeted by uh, Rippon. Seven catches, 96 yards. Greg Dulcich is having a fantastic breakout. In the first two games he's been in, and he is averaging. He's the tight end five, I believe, in fantasy points per game. I know that it's just two a two-game sample, and we have to see a little bit more. But the tight end is a main component of this offense. I think this is here to stay, yeah. right?
0: Yeah, I think so too. That's why I put in here. It seems like they've been waiting for him to play all year. We talked about, you know, I think more a little bit more privately, but uh, it seemed like they were just throwing to uh, dinking and dunking to tight ends all year, just different ones every play. It felt like it looked like they were just trying to get someone to break out. And then since Dolce has been in, Dolce has just been back. He's been playing like 80% of snaps or so. Uh, I think it even increased this last week. So. I mean, if he's going to get up to 90 to a hundred percent snaps at a certain point here, he's going to be a, a really big tight end asset, uh, just if he can get to the end zone, but he's, he's a very athletic and, uh, a playmaking tight end as well. So I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for that.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, Trevor Lawrence still, I, I don't know. I'm i I'm still not fully sold on Trevor Lawrence. Um, he, he put up some numbers through 43 times last week. Uh, Travis Etienne had kind of a breakout game. I think that I would look for a, another Etienne type of breakout game if the Jaguars plan to win this game. I think they need to rely on him because I think it will be difficult for Trevor Lawrence to move the football in London this week. Um, or Germany. Is this one in Germany?
0: Crap. <laughs> I, I, I want to say it it's is. London.
1: Is it London again? I don't know. I know there's like a Germany game, and then there's a uh, Mexico City Monday Night Football game. As long as it doesn't yeah, but that's like I don't remember. Yeah, uh, but, this is
0: this is Wembley,
1: so yeah, it's still okay. London. Gotcha. Um, okay, over under thirty nine. I think I said I'm going to go under. I'm also going to go under. I'm I'm, gonna go under.
0: I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm I think we're going to get pretty much the exact same game as you just saw from the Broncos and Jets. So yeah. what was that? 13,
1: nine. Yep. Yep. And you think Jags are winning. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Isn't that crazy where we thought the Broncos would be. Um,
0: uh, we, I didn't think Russell Wilson would be awful. <laughs> I did think the offense would be awful. So Yeah.
1: I didn't either. Um, Okay. Next game on the main slate Sunday afternoon, uh Patriots one and a half point favorites against the Jets the over under is 40 and a half I'm not entirely sure how the Patriots are favored in this game with their play of late uh last week Brees Hall tore his ACL I was Corey gonna say, Davis, keep
0: reading the bit and then... <laughs> yeah I did
1: it Corey Davis MCL sprain Elijah Vera Tucker is on the IR I believe Lakin Tomlinson got beat up as well yeah um so it Things are not going well for the Jets, but I will say the Jets are 5-2 and two and have looked like the better team despite not having any semblance of a quarterback. Zach Wilson has been awful in this stretch of wins. The Jets are winning despite him, but they were really yeah. relying on Brees Hall, so maybe I kind of get the line now that I'm thinking about it. Cause... yeah,
0: uh, Zach Wilson has been throwing for like 120 yards a game. It's yeah. been basically non-existent. Uh, it's been Mario to ask. Uh, it's been sad.
1: So it's it's pretty crazy uh, that, you know, the white quarterback for the Jets doesn't get hit with the uh, can't read the field and can't get past his first read. And it's crazy. It's crazy to me that that doesn't happen for him. So Um, awkward
0: that stuff like that would happen.
1: Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty nuts. Uh, Patriots are coming off a massive loss to the Bears. um, And that's why I kind of brought that up. But uh they have a quarterback controversy kind of, except Mac Jones is starting and will be the starter forever because uh Bailey Zappi was not good against the Bears, despite uh, you know, the fans really getting into the idea of him coming in. I think Mac Jones I I don't know what Bill was doing. I don't think Bill knows what Bill was doing um last week. I
0: don't I feel like Mac shouldn't have played. I, I think it was like a game time position he's playing and then he didn't look good. And then he threw a pick, which I sent, like I sent you a TikTok of like from a certain angle, it looks like it might've hit the spider wire. And it, the ball did look like it kind of changed. Velocity. It definitely
1: did, but ESPN came out and said that that sky cam wire was 15 feet above that. And I don't believe them.
0: I don't believe them either. Uh, I think you could, you're lying. It, for those that don't know, if it does hit that or a camera or anything, you're supposed to replay the down and replay the time and everything. So if that did actually hit and it did, you know, make it an easier pick because the ball did come up short to where the receiver was decently open. So I'm not sure that should have been a pick, but either way, well, he did not really play well in the first what, two and a half, three drives. Uh, and then Zappi took over and he, he looked okay to start and then.
1: <laughs> and, and okay. I mean, he was taking the free running running back that no one was covering. And then he had one shot play uh, a leak play in which he didn't make a good throw. Shout out Jacoby Myers for saving Bailey Zappy and yeah. kind of igniting this quarterback controversy before coming back after the game and saying, yeah, I don't know what we were doing. Mac, I, I Mac should have played. Uh, Jacoby Myers was pretty upset about it. Also, Jacoby Myers probably had to run a little bit because of that, because Bill was probably not happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Jacoby other, doesn't
0: play this week.
1: Uh... <laughs> yeah, Tyquan Thornton time. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson though he was the starter. He took the bulk of snaps. Eleven carries, thirty-nine yards, and a touchdown. Also a fumble, I believe, um, on a botched handoff. And then eight receptions, 59 yards. But again, the Bears just decided not to cover the running backs for a solid five of those. Um, so he got a lot of free yards. I don't think that'll happen in this game, but I guess you never know. Um Ooh. and then, like we talked about, the Jets just played it safe, but you know, Brees Hall was a main component of their win, even after or before going out with his injury. James Robinson, I I'm not sure if he's playing. He was technically hurt heading into last week
0: i would assume he plays i just don't know if it'll be a full compliment i think he'll just rotate in for this week and give carter like the shot at being the top guy this week uh as a game plan situation as well and we'll see yeah. how it goes both these defenses have been playing pretty much lights out uh you know albeit passes monday night uh, um, yeah. against the bears but there was also a lot of really good positioning for the bears and you know, because of their personal defense. So yeah. we'll see how it goes. I mean, the only way the Jets are scoring is defense or James Robinson, Michael Carter. I mean, they're not throwing. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately.
1: So, Zach Wilson's throwing four picks in this game for what it's worth. and Probably. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be bad, which means I'm taking the under. I'm going to take the... Uh, I'm going to take the patriots to win this game i think mac jones is going to be kind of pissed honestly
0: i'll take the over in the patriots
1: okay that's fair i also feel like if the patriots offense can get rolling they pour it on as well that, that's uh, kind
0: of what i'm going i think they probably score at least 28 uh, this okay. week
1: yeah that's fair all right next game las vegas raiders two-point favorites heading to new orleans to take on the saints the over under is 49 and a half Andy Dalton is starting in this game. Uh, it sounds like Jameis Winston. I don't think it's going well for Jameis. I I, I don't know. He just doesn't doesn't seem like he's getting right in a time frame that makes sense. It's very so They, they
0: said time. today that he's now being declared healthy. So he's not in the injury report going into this week.
1: But they're still starting Dalton.
0: Yeah, because they've been putting up points and winning.
1: I get it, but like I mean,
0: Dalton played bad, but they still scored like what 35, 42 points last week.
1: Yeah, but I don't know. That just I. Don't it know was mainly that
0: him. Sense. That's the like.
1: Yeah, I I guess, man. I don't, he I don't he know. was
0: the good and the. I mean, he gave up, you know, two scores, but he also put in four. So
1: yeah, I mean, yeah, he. he he played well last week. That's that is for sure, but I don't know. That's not it feels like PJ Walker getting the nod too. Um, which we'll talk about later. Um, okay, uh Josh Jacobs last week dominated um 20 carries, 143 yards, three touchdowns, uh, three receptions on four targets for just twelve yards. But that didn't matter. Uh Josh Jacobs looks like one of the best running backs in football this year, and he's kind of always looked like a fringe top guy it's just his usage hasn't always been there his usage within this specific scheme is fantastic Um,
0: yeah and uh, for what it's worth I I don't think this offensive line is doing a fantastic job pass blocking but they are doing a really good job run blocking right now and they've been mixing in extra linemen at tight end and a fullback and stuff so McDaniels is getting every way to let Jacobs dominate and earn his next contract and he's been doing it I mean he. Yeah. I, I, like, it's not I don't think it's like the Raiders couldn't have thrown all over the Texans last week, but they, you know, Jacobs just took over and that was it.
1: Yeah, it's it's really all they needed to do. And ultimately, their offense was really good. They scored 38 points. Derek Carr threw less than 30 times. Uh, Devontae Adams was the recipient of a lot of those, though, Eight receptions, 95 yards uh and foster moreau kind of obviously darren waller was out in that game three receptions five targets which is good uh is do you know if darren waller is back this week no okay i
0: don't think he will be
1: if he isn't then do you have interest in foster as like a streaming tight end now that some of the good guys have gone down no, I
0: don't, uh, mainly because I think when you have guys like Dolchich and Harrison Bryant uh, on the way, on the wire this week, I just don't think it's worth it. But also because this was the first game run for us, been back in a while, and he only got like four or five targets. Matt Collins got four or five targets. Um, so I just don't think they're going to, you know, use him a lot, and he's used a lot as a blocker. Uh, so I just don't think there's a high volume there. And with Waller, they've brought him back, you know, two times down with these injuries, and he's been right back on the shelf. So I think they're just full sending the sit and wait uh, because if they, you know, get a win here, get you know, full back on track, going three and four and to week nine, we're looking a lot better. <laughs> so you need Waller for that final stretch for sure to have a chance, especially when you know you're going to have to play the Chargers and Chiefs again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Other side of it, Chris Olave is very, very good. Uh, He had 14 targets this last game. You start him every single week. He currently, in most scoring, is a top 20 wide receiver, uh, despite missing a week, which means that on a points-per-game basis, he's probably doing quite well. Um, So I don't have those numbers in front of me. But, um, okay, I'm going to take the Raiders, and I'm going to take the over in this game. Yeah, same. Um, I just think um, think
0: I'd rather, I'm just gonna trust Carr over Dalton here, and that's about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. That's fair. All right, next one: Chicago Bears against the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys are nine and a half point favorites in this game. Over under is 43. It doesn't look like Ezekiel Elliott is going to play. Now there is always a chance he played through a lot of injuries last year. Uh, when we thought that he might not play, but they've kind of, he didn't practice today. It doesn't seem like he's trending upward.
0: Yeah. So the reports are that he has kind of an MCL sprain. Um, Mm -hmm. So I think it's pretty obvious he sits this week because they do have a bye next week. So that gives him, he hasn't practiced all week. He basically gets three weeks off uh, before their week, you know, 10 game at that point. So I do think he sits this week, which means Pollard has the whole offense. Um, However, this Bears defense did just shut down the running game of the Patriots. So take that for what it's worth, I guess.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The Bears defense has been playing pretty incredibly over the last few weeks. Yeah. Justin Fields obviously their offense kind of came into its own they scored 33 points on Monday night Justin Fields was 13 of 21 179 yards a touchdown and an interception uh interception was a tip ball at the line of scrimmage uh but he also carried the ball 14 times for 82 yards and a touchdown and um they actually admitted that they were stealing plays from the Ravens Justin Fields did uh he said we yeah we some of those plays that we stole from the Ravens and one of the beat reporters came back and said, stole from the Ravens. And he said, yep, yep, yep. We, st- we stole it from the Ravens and we think that it's a good thing. And as it was a good thing that it kind of unlocked the Clearly. Bears offense. Both running backs had massive fantasy days as well. Uh, David Montgomery, 62 yards, a touchdown. Khalil Herbert, 62 yards uh, as well. And he, he caught a touchdown, I believe. Yeah, on the field screen. So I don't know if this sticks. I'm slightly nervous because Michael Parsons is a different animal, but I would argue that Matthew Judon has been playing just as well um, as Parsons this year. And so I think maybe if, if we could, this could be a a little bit of a shootout in this game, I think. I won't go
0: there. Um, Mainly because we have to see more from this Paris offense, obviously, but um, you know, the next point here, Dick, you know, they win in their return, but it was a really slow start. It seemed like they kept the same game plan as when they had Cooper Rush at quarterback, which I think is a very good decision, actually, by McCarthy to okay. just keep it simple. You know, give Dak a couple games to get back under it before you unleash this. And, uh, cause I mean, there is rust to be knocked off after this injury. Um, but it was a heavy emphasis on the run again, and we'll see if that continues. Obviously, with Zeke. Most likely not playing just that I mean Pollard gets like twenty five carries. I'm not sure that's the best thing for Pollard, but yeah people More have been wanting them. it, so we'll fucking see. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's better than Zeke, but he probably won't be.
1: Yeah. Noah Brown seems like the wide receiver two in the offense now. I I think they're still kind of easing Gallup back for what it's worth, but I think so too. But I Brown think, has been good too. So. Yeah.
0: I think uh a higher emphasis on the passing attack or at least more of a balance attack uh, in the future weeks may make this a little bit more simple and Gallup is a bit more of a weapon, but we'll see.
1: Yeah. My um, lock this week, start Justin Fields. He's been a quarter or a QB1 top 12 quarterback in the last three weeks. He's at the quarterback four over that span. Um, and on a points per game basis with all the buys factored in, he's the QB9. So,
0: yeah. I'm riding with Fields. Um, he was he, he was my only Scott Fishbowl quarterback for six weeks. I won't give up now.
1: I was just going <laughs> to say, him coming around these last three weeks has legitimately saved about half of my fantasy seasons. Like, it's insane. He's going to uh, keep Deshaun Watson on the bench in that league. <laughs> heck yeah. And I
0: won't be mad
1: at it. Yep, yep, that is true. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to take... I'm going to take the Bears to cover. I'm going to take the over in this game. Uh, I'm going to take
0: I'm going to take the Bears to cover Cowboys over. Barely okay. though. I don't okay. I don't think this is a shootout, but I think both teams can clearly score 20 points. So, yeah. That's sure. basically right at the line.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, next one, Arizona Cardinals against the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings are 4-point home favorites and the over/under is 49. Uh, no major injuries to report. The Vikings are coming off their bye. Uh, the Cardinals are coming off that game against the Saints last week where they won 42-34. to 34. Offense looked uh, a lot better with DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. It was a um, Thursday
0: game, so everyone gets a little bit more rest, so we'll see with, like, James Conner coming back.
1: Right, that too, and I think that that's where – You know, the Cardinals need all of those things to be in line. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins had a nice return, 10 receptions, 103 yards. Uh, He did fumble the ball. Rondell Moore was on the field like 99% of the time, but only saw two targets. I I think that might change a little bit um, as they continue to develop this offense. Uh, They didn't get Robbie Anderson involved. It is what it is. I think that the offense was humming pretty good, so they just was they wanted to force feed Hopkins, like you suggested right before that. Yeah.
0: So for what that's worth, not the Hopkins, because I think that was almost obvious once the yeah. Hollywood entry came out. Uh, it was pretty odd. But for Rondo, he did play after snapping, got two targets, but he also played on the outside the whole time. Um, I, yeah. I think what we're going to be looking at here until Hollywood's back is we're going to get another week or so of what we just got. And then Robbie Anderson, hopefully maybe starting this week can actually play the outside for them and let Rondell do what he does best and catch the ball at the line of scrimmage and basically be Saquon out there. And we'll see what happens there. That's where he's going to be best used. He's not going to be an outside receiver. It's just not what he is. Um, So they, they had to use him there and that's, it's just going to completely shut down his usage because Coward doesn't trust him on the outside because he's never worked with them there. That's not where he's supposed to be. So until Robbie Anderson does take over that outside role, uh, he's going to continue to not be startable.
1: Yeah. Rondell also has pretty bad hands on, you know, balls that are thrown to the outside. He dropped one in this game. Uh, should have been. A yeah. So, uh, that's, that's always been the one knock with Rondell is like, his hands are fine um, until they're not. Did you see that video of J.J. Watt kind of like hyping him up after he dropped the ball in practice and he was beating himself up? Um, I think yeah, he's but clearly it, in
0: Roddo's defense. He's always caught the ball pretty close to the line of scrimmage, even at Purdue. I don't know. I said even weird there. Um, <laughs> just moving on, I guess. <laughs> but uh, so I mean, he had some bigger plays, obviously, but he he was always more of a slant and uh, easy, quick outs or ins or gadget plays and it's just what he does best so at a certain point i think he is trying to catch the ball and move quickly and get his head off field so these deep routes is just not going to be his strength
1: yeah for sure then the vikings coming out to buy we know what they are they're the nfc north leaders right now and that's why i'm going to take them and i am going to easily take the over in this game i think both offenses will play well
0: so the final question For this game, can Jay Jettis follow up what Olave just did and breaking the trend of going against the the Cardinals, going against the wide receiver one of a team? Uh, Again, it did take Olave 14 passing attempts and only catching half of them to really be effective and not get a touchdown still. But uh, is it going to be the Byron Murphy show and a little bit of what we saw against the Lions or close to it? No. Cause JJ does probably gets 12 to 14 targets. So
1: more, I I, <laughs> like, I, we'll I would see. take the over on, I mean, that's a lot of targets, but also I think this will be a high spring game and I think they're going to throw the ball a lot. So I'll, I'll, I'll take 16 targets for Jefferson and nine of them in the first half. Um, that's he's going to have a, <laughs> oh, another well,
0: Jamar uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm going to take the Vikings. Um, I'll take the over simply because they're coming off the bye. Yeah. I think I would go under otherwise, but.
1: Okay. Sounds good. Next one. Miami dolphins, three point favorites uh, heading to Detroit to face off against the lions. The over under is 51 and a half. Uh Amin Ross St. Brown had a head injury, but he wasn't concussed. And so it sounds like he'll be playing this week. Um, there's uh, this whole spotter thing. It was a very flawed. Uh, they did not think this through um, very well. So. I'm sure it will be a topic of discussion. Dolphins beat the Steelers. Tua looked like crap, to be completely honest. Um, he had four dropped interceptions and uh 21 of 35, 261 and one, but with four dropped interceptions legitimately. Um, Raheem Mostert played well, 16 carries, 79 yards, four catches, 30, and a touchdown. Both Hill and Waddle are, are playing well. That's that is what this offense is. We we know on a weekly basis that's what this offense is gonna be. I am curious to see which one uh, gets the most Okuda because Okuda has been good for the Lions. That is it. Um, that is all they have on that defense outside of Hutchinson. Um, so
0: I think at that point, uh, Okuda probably just sticking to his side um, because there is two receivers. Yeah. Um, but for what it's worth, like obviously he'll dominate the targets this week. I believe Waddle had five targets, got four of them. Uh, we've had, I think this is the third, fourth, third week this has happened where Hill has tripled almost or whatever it was against Waddle. And the next week Waddle usually gets close or even or even more, I think, one of the times. So I, I do kind of expect that. But Hill's just been getting peppered with targets, rightfully so. So we'll see how it goes, um, especially if Okuda's trying to stick with him with the safety over top, obviously. Uh, Waddle should have a big day.
1: Yeah. Uh, other side of the ball, Jared Goff, 21 of 26, 228 yards, but uh, at least 500 fumbles uh, was terrible <laughs> in the game. Uh, Jamal Williams, 15 carries 79 yards. And with Aminat going down, Khalif Raymond was the top target, five catches, 75 yards. Um, I, don't, I don't have much to say about this game. I think the Dolphins are going to win comfortably. The, the Lions have fizzled out pretty entirely. Um, to the point that now, if DeAndre Swift plays, maybe I feel differently. That's maybe that's the
0: thing. I think they need Avanrot and Swift to be. Hawkinson
1: didn't practice today either, so
0: they don't need Hawkinson. That's fine. <laughs> Hawkinson <laughs> can seem- only do well when no one else is alive. Then he can yeah, play.
1: That's true. Um, I'm going to take the Dolphins, and I'm going to take the over in this game, even though it's pretty high. Um. I'm gonna take the Dolphins and the under. Okay. Sounds good. Next one, Carolina Panthers against the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons are four and a half point favorites. Over under is forty two. AJ Terrell hurt his hamstring. Chuba Hubbard hurt his ankle and he probably won't be playing this weekend. Uh Terrell also not ruled out yet. Doubtful to play. Yeah.
0: He's not uh, ruled out, but Yeah. It's so, not it's not like a big thing anyways.
1: Yeah. Not, not really. Um, P.J. Walker was great. That sixteen of twenty two, one hundred seventy seven yards, two touchdowns was PFF's top graded quarterback for doing that, which I found hilarious. Yeah, by a wide margin too. He was in the nineties. I think one other person was in the nineties, and that was it. Maybe Mahomes was in the nineties or something like that. And then that was it. Uh, It was just those two atop the the leaderboard. Uh, Deontay Foreman, fifteen carries, one hundred eighteen yards, two catches for twenty seven yards. He's the back. He's the back. It, we kind of...
0: Yeah. So, for what it's worth, it, it did seem kind of early Chivo was getting the nod. He was named the starter. Um, yeah. But that that changed quickly, and Foreman made big plays. Hey, listen, man, I picked him up a lot of places. I put him in the trade block immediately. I tried to package him with the running back to, to upgrade a different position. No one was having it. I ain't packaging Shit. Now, yeah, <laughs> he did that against the Bucks. You need to come correct now with an offer because <laughs> you fucked up. Yeah, it, it, it's a new role for him, but we've seen him play well given the lead dog role last year. So, yeah. to expect him not to at least have a, a line share against Chuba in this kind of offense is just silly,
1: yeah. Uh, other side of the ball Everyone's calling for Arthur Smith to be fired Despite them being second in the NFC South And a pretty good football team I know they're not using Kyle Pitts And the fantasy community wants to burn everyone uh,
0: they, they did and, not use Drake London either last week So
1: No, they ultimately they're not throwing the ball And so it's very reminiscent of the Titans offense When Arthur Smith was there And it was, I mean, A.J. Brown got a lot of targets Corey Davis did yeah. that last year that last year, but before that, I mean, it was very much so a run heavy offense and Mariota is in Tannehill. I, you know, I would argue that we need to see Ritter here soon, but I don't think we're going to because the Falcons are still winning games. And I think they're going to win this game. Um, I think they're also going to cover, I think that Panthers game they're believing, but I just don't think they're as talented as the Falcons are.
0: I don't want to pick the Falcons. That's
1: the bad thing. No, I don't want to pick any of them.
0: I'm going to pick the Panthers. That's fair. Because if they can stop the run like they did last week against the Bucks, what the hell are the Falcons going to do? Because they're not going to throw more than 13 times a game. So Yeah,
1: they'll put in Ritter, I, maybe, hopefully. No, they won't. I know.
0: <laughs> Legitimately, Mariota 8 for 13 for 124 on touchdown with one catch on a broken play for 75 yards to Bird. So without that broken play, he's 7 for 12 for 49
1: it's really bad. As a starting he's starting quarterback. He's been bad. I mean to to put it, I mean, he's been bad. Yeah. And and so I that's why I think it's time for Ritter. <clears throat> Especially, you know, if they drop this game I think we might see that change. So maybe I'm rooting for the Panthers but <laughs> picking the Falcons.
0: Root for the Panthers. Then. Let's go.
1: Uh and the under in this game easily. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be like 17 to 13 probably um okay next one pittsburgh steelers against the philadelphia eagles eagles are ten and a half point favorite The over under is 43 no major injuries we did talk about robert quinn's arrival in philadelphia i wouldn't be shocked if they also trade for a running back There are a lot on the market kareem hunt has been put on the block i think he fits that offense pretty well but they've liked what miles sanders is um the steelers defense He's doing a good job, um, because Kenny Pickett is not it at all. Uh, they obviously lost the game if they don't drop four picks. They win the game. Uh, Kenny Pickett thirty two. That's 32 of four- yeah, it's true. <laughs> Kenny Pickett thirty two of forty four, two hundred fifty seven, a touchdown and three picks and two of the most atrocious picks I've ever seen. Um, yeah, that's why one, it's not one, <laughs> yeah, the one rolling out uh, in, in the final play, the final interception he threw, where he's rolling out to his left and he's like trying to make a play. He threw it right to, I think he forgot which team he was on. Like, I don't know what he was doing and it how was there was really a miscommunication. At that, It's just atrocious. He's not a good quarterback. Um, Najee Harris, 17 carries 65 yards. Pat Fryer with eight catch 75. George Pickens, six catches 61 and a touchdown. And Deontay Johnson, five catches for 42 yards. All of them fairly productive. I mean, despite Pickett not being it, he is producing other fantasy performers, which is good. Good news. And then the Eagles coming off a bye. I mean, they're going to win this game by three touchdowns, I think. Uh, Most likely. So Uh, I'm going to
0: go with the over.
1: Yeah, me too. And obviously, you're picking the Eagles too.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sick.
1: (laughs) Do you have anything else on this game?
0: No, necessarily. Uh, I mean, I I would start the Eagles defense. Um, I think they get at least two turnovers and at least two sacks.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably four sacks, especially now that they have a new toy. Um, Okay, into the afternoon slate. I'm losing my voice, guys, in the middle of this podcast, so we're going to struggle through this, and I apologize. I don't know what's happening. Um, Afternoon slate. Tennessee Titans, two-point favorites versus the Houston Texans. Over-under is 40-and-a-half. Nico (laughs) Collins got hurt.
0: Let's just start with the under. We're going under.
1: Yeah, under and Titans is where I'm going. I don't have to say too much about it, but the Titans are... You
0: get to the next point, and I'm going to go under and Texans.
1: So, yeah. So, Ryan Tannehill in a walking boot, ankle injury. Uh, He finished the game, though. I think he's going to play. I haven't seen anything. I saw a quote
0: mainly from him talking about almost like it it would need a lot to play this week.
1: Okay. So, Malik Willis show... Means... So turnovers, <laughs> lots of turnovers. Um, yeah. Yeah. Malik Willis, a.k.a. Um, Michael Vick 2.0. Um, that's that was the thing. Uh, the Titans did dominate the game last week. Derrick Henry was his himself. Um, 30 carries 128 yards, three catches for 10 yards. I believe he dropped a pass in true Derrick Henry form. Um, <clears throat> Texans played a, a really good game for most of the game and then the what's up you kill you, your voice is strong. i know it's, it's getting bad man we we just got to get through it though um Josh Jacobs kind of took over towards the end of the game and that was that um Davis Mills played better though 28 to 41 302 yards two touchdowns and a pick and Damian Pierce is still a star i'm just going to say i mean even i think Malik Willis's introduction actually helps Derrick Henry which is why i would still pick the Titans pretty comfortably
0: that's fine. I'll take the Texans though. Okay. Mainly mainly because Mills in the passing game looked a bit better this last week.
1: Great. Anything else on that game? <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> Brandon Cooks is on the trade block. Uh, the Start Texans the running
0: are... backs. That's <clears throat> all. Don't touch anything else.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Uh, next one, San Francisco 49ers, one and a half point favorites against the Rams. Over-under in this game is 43 and a half. Uh, the 49ers... Got like doubled up pretty much last week. It, it was a pretty rough game. Uh, I, think,
0: I want to say it was 45 to 33 was the score, or something like that.
1: Oh, I, I think they did get a late touchdown. It, I last I looked, it was like 45 24 or something like that. So it was close yeah. to a double up. But, um, Jimmy G, 30 25 to 37, 303 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick does not really fully describe what that game was for Jimmy G. He wasn't very good, um, for, for a lot of the game. Um, Christian McCaffrey in his debut eight carries 38 yards, two receptions, 24 yards. He's going to be fully unleashed. uh, I think this week Um, and the Rams defense hasn't really been formidable. So I kind of think that we're going to see him. McCaffrey, RB one week pretty comfortably? Uh, George Kittle has come alive and he stayed alive. Brandon Ayuk came alive and he has stayed alive. Seven catches for him, 82 yards. Kittle got six for 98 and a touchdown and Debo's not dead, but, I do feel like uh, the IU takeover is kind of in the midst. Uh, it's happened now. It's it's kind of a three-week trend where IU has been the favorite target of Jimmy G. So yep. I don't know. Uh, other side of the ball really quickly. Uh, Rams are coming off the buy. Everyone sucks. Daryl Henderson is the starting running back, but he's not very good. Cam Akers is like, they're considering bringing him back and him not being traded now. I don't know what's happening there. And then, Allen Robinson's been bad, and we'll see if he's still bad. So, and then there's
0: talks of, like, Kyron Williams taking over this backfield. Uh, So my lock set of the week is the Rams running back, uh, whoever the fuck it is, uh, because we don't know who it is, one. And I think it's probably just going to be all three.
1: Malcolm uh, Brown.
0: All four. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I I think there's – so I think what's what happened – was they were trying to get cmc and they were sending acres and picks and they took the 49ers deal instead so i think that was a bit of okay so we might have to keep acres because if he's not getting us you know fourth he's better on our team let's reconcile whatever this thing is that kind of came up last minute uh it, which is weird because he was kind of two weeks of given the lead back role, and they were, it was that, a showcase. They don't like yeah. him.
1: I don't think they think he's good. I'm so confused
0: by what happened, but we'll see. i you know I'm just sitting everyone because it, it, someone could emerge, and it could be Kyron. That'd be hilarious uh, yeah. with how much people wrote him completely off after the combine, um, but. I just don't Almost like it. So. this This offense has been just atrocious besides Cup and Hickby. Uh, not Stafford. He's been terrible as well. So yeah. <laughs> it's literally just them two. So that's all I'm willing to play.
1: Yeah, it's been rough. Um, but I will say, by week, maybe they got it right. I'm going to take the Rams in this game. I'm going to take the under, though.
0: <clears throat> I'm going to take the 49ers in the under. I think the
1: 49ers gave the sweep this year. Cool. Sounds good. One question is Colts. i The news is that Matt is on the starter for the Colts. And so we're going to see a different type of Colts offense, I think. Uh, they really were worried about the sacks and the fumbles and things like that. So uh that is not done. Uh other side the Packers and Q was um really bad for a half and then really fine for the second half. Uh 2033, 20 200 two touchdowns the pick. I still want Tim Howell in there. Um <clears throat> Brian Robinson 27 yards. He's not efficient or good. Uh two receptions, 13 yards, New Gibson. And it's is very efficient. Three catches, 18 yards, and that's not so good. Uh, so we'll see if that ever switches. Um, I don't have a whole lot on this game. Uh, where, where are you going with this one? What do you want to talk about?
0: Um, I'll go commanders and under, um, just because I don't know what to expect from the Skulls offense going into the week. And um, the commanders' rush defense looked really good last week, so I'm not, like, really – encouraged by that for jonathan taylor this year or not well this year but wow, this yeah. game so but the the passing work was incredible for taylor he just didn't get a yardage from it so we'll see how it goes but uh i, I mean we we both watched ellinger i'm not excited Um
1: uh, no not i low. think
0: uh, apparently Matt Ryan's hurt as well, so he wasn't. He's not coming into the game regardless. But of the three quarterbacks that could come into this game of Heideki, Hal, and Ellinger, Ellinger would be third on my list of who I want to see. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to take the Commanders and the under.
1: Yeah, I guess we could see Foles, so that that might make a difference, right? Um, they
0: will win. That
1: be- <laughs> <that's true>. uh, <laughs> By- Paris can't. Paris, Paris Campbell has had two straight weeks of massive performances. This week, 10 catches on 12 targets, 70 yards and a touchdown. But new quarterback now, so kind of throw everything out. Yeah. I don't I don't know what it's gonna be, and I would not be comfortable starting him or Alec Pierce this week. Yeah, I think,
0: I think you have to play JT, and I think you're comfortable playing Pittman.
1: That's right. it. For sure. Uh I'm gonna take the commanders and the I'll go over. I'll go over in this game, barely 21 to 20, 41 points, baby. Uh, last game on the afternoon slate, the New York Giants against the Seattle Seahawks low key. One of the best games this week. Uh, Seahawks are three point favorites and the over under is 44 and a half. We talked about the Daniel Bellinger injury. He will probably be out the year. Evan Neal has an L injury. Ben Bredesen. He hurt his knee. DK Metcalf, patellar injury, but not super serious. He may actually play this week. I think though, I think they'll probably hold him out a week uh, at at least. Um, Giants are winning football games. Uh, It's, I don't know exactly how, even when I watched a full Giants game, I'm not sure how they get to the end where they have more points than the other team. Uh, However, they they have done that. It's a weird (laughs) trick
0: that they're doing. I don't understand it. Uh, It's
1: like, I don't know. They, they do have some type of magic, Happening, but scored 23 points last week. Their defense is playing really well. I will give them that. I think their edge-rushing duo is fun uh, in Ojalari and Kavon. I'm excited for that for the next few years. But
0: So I kind of realized something last week. Uh, this Giants team kind of reminds me of the Tebow time Broncos, uh, where you're very confused how they've won five games, but they've done it. <laughs> So you have to say, like, hey, they're doing it. They're 6-1. and and The quarterback's not really killing it. He actually looks really bad, but the running back looks good. And these receivers are – I mean, obviously, Tebow had a better receiving core, mainly with Demarius Thomas, but still, uh, it's just weird how it's working. Um, You know, Daniel Jones is running a lot. (laughs) Uh, 11 attempts, 170 yards, and a touchdown this week. Saquon's obviously moving the ball. Wandale's seems to be the top guy now. Uh, we'll see if Kadarius Tony suits up uh, within the next decade, and maybe he could do something. Uh, I, I, I'm just really weirded out by this. I I think I want to take the Giants and the over, which makes no sense, but I think you have to.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna take the Seahawks and the over.
0: Well, of course you have to,
1: because yeah,
0: otherwise they're never getting denied wins, which
1: I still don't understand. Eight, eight, eight. You I said nine. Said, no, we went back and looked. I promise. I, I looked. You said nine. You, um, no, now you've increased it each time. First you said no, seven. No, you said twenty. I don't if know you listen, how you got on. there. But you said 20. <laughs> it's uh, all right. Okay. They're winning the Super Bowl. Um. And I knew it was going to be Gino. That this was in no way. Yeah, it was
0: all. all, (laughs) Uh, It's just the Seahawks' offense is just really weird as well. Where it's it's literally like they've plopped Gino, and he's just Russell Wilson from two years ago. I don't understand what's going on uh, because he's not that good, Uh, and he's really not playing that well. But he's playing really safe.
1: He's, uh, he's had some whole some shot throws he, yeah, the last few weeks where I'm like, yeah, oh. He's
0: put some. Man. <laughs> yeah, he's done some. We're, we're not, I'm not going to, but Russell Wilson two years ago was a different caliber, obviously. Yeah. So it, it, we're just not getting that. Um, for some reason, Lockett is, you know, seven catches, 45 yards. It's just not what we were getting to start the year. Uh, Goodwin steps up with a DK injury, four for 67-2. and But Kenneth Walker's. Carrying this team, it's they literally replaced Wilson with the worst version with Geno Smith, and then they replaced Carson with Penny, which was about the same, and then replaced Penny with Walker, which was about the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what's happening here. Yeah. Uh, and the defense is still bad, but it's doing some stuff seven weeks. I don't get what's going on with Seattle. It, yeah. They should not win games, but they have been. But Walker, 23 carries, 168 yards, two touchdowns. Amazing.
1: Yes. Um, the, the, the premier matchups to watch will be the two edge rushers for the Giants versus the two rookie tackles that have played out of their freaking minds this year. Um, what Charles Cross did last week was against freaking, uh, uh, yeah, Khalil Mack is his name, the really good player. That I forgot for a second, uh, but what he did last week was just absolutely ridiculous for a rookie tackle. He looks yeah. amazing, which is why I'll take the Seahawks and the over. Like I said, um, also
0: hate that the first time in like a decade that they invest two picks in the offensive line. Also, after Russ Wilson leaves, uh, they're both going to work out because they both, yep, <laughs> Cross and Abraham Lucas both look good, and it's yep. just uh, we both, we like both of them, but. Dude.
1: Two favorites of ours. Cross was my favorite. and ended up my two. I'm pissed about it, too. He he should have been my one. My
0: favorite's out for three or four weeks that we already talked about for this game. So, here we are.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Um, Okay. Okay. Sunday night football game. Green Bay Packers against the Buffalo Bills. This, on paper, before the season, looked like a great Sunday night football game. And now... It does not. Uh, the Packers are spiraling. The Bills are 11-point favorites. The All-Runner is 47-and-a-half. Alan Lazard was in a sling, which is bad news. Aaron Rodgers is out here on the frickin' McAfee show, had, on the Pat McAfee show, talking about uh how some of these guys are making mistakes and they need to come off the field and maybe the other guys should get a chance. Like, There's a reason Smari Torre was in the game at the very end of last week. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was not happy with, I believe, the rookie wide receivers, specifically Romeo Dobbs. Yeah, um, Watson
0: didn't play, so not on him this time. Yep,
1: yeah, yep. Yeah. So, um, and and Rogers, for what it's worth, has not. Him and Brady have this weird thing where if they're not doing god things every week, everyone thinks that they're in a demise. Aaron Rodgers is more in a demise, I think, than Brady. But I think that is so much of his situation. Uh, he entered the fourth quarter with. Uh, less than fewer than 100 passing yards fewer than 100 passing yards he ended up with 194 on 35 attempts and two touchdowns but i don't know man um i don't know what this packers offense is and there is absolutely no shot they win this game right like no 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 no, no. It, like i wouldn't even it, i would say Josh oh, i my... have to
0: get hurt on the first drive that's the level even then
1: case of that, being, baby. that's
0: the level it would have to be like that's yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I get that. Uh, my lock sit this week is AJ Dylan. Um, Just... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, lock sit AJ Dylan. He's been terrible. Um, I, I, I don't actually want to talk about it because I've started him almost every week in multiple leagues because I, you know, I, I was like, oh, he's getting the the work and he's getting the opportunities, but. He's just not doing anything with it. This Packers offense is not good. Aaron Jones is the only person I am comfortable with, including Aaron Rodgers. And, and he has been yeah, up down.
0: He's played that. I mean, eight for 23 on the ground, nine of 10 through the air, 53 yards, two touchdowns, but they're all basically check, you know, four, three dump downs. They work. It's not like he's schemed these plays. Except the one the in the one red zone. Yeah, yeah, that was, six. that one was schemed. Obviously he but looked
1: like Monte Adams.
0: Yeah, for the most he part though, it's just been like, oh, well, uh, uh, you go. <laughs>
1: it's so bad. The offensive line has played poorly for the Packers. I just yeah, yeah, I they keep it,
0: shifting it around and I,
1: it's bad. It's it's all bad. Buffalo by 30 and over.
0: Yeah. Uh Buffalo might get the over. Yeah. That that's not even That's like not a, actually That big of a joke. They could easily score 40 points. The the Packers' defense kept them in this last game against a bad offense. They will not be able to keep up.
1: Yeah, that's fair. All right, Monday Night Football, Cincinnati Bengals, three-point favorites heading to Cleveland to face off against their in-state rival, Cleveland Browns. Over-under is 46-and-a-half. David Njoku is out for a few weeks with a high ankle sprain. Uh, Farrell Brown has a concussion. The Browns' tight end room is very light. Randy, <laughs> The star
0: off. of the week is Harrison Bryant uh, because he was involved the last two weeks uh, in this offense and then he's gonna be the only one he's literally like the only tight end left and he's he's a really good tight end as well especially in this offense where he's gonna do dual threat blocking and receiving so I think he's a really good play this week I think he gets probably at least six catches which is you know huge from a tight end room uh, with the chance of touchdown upside obviously Um, the Browns are going to have to throw in this game. Uh, They should run the ball, uh, but they clearly won't. So they're going to throw. And the tight end position has become an integral part in moving the ball and moving the chains here, with Cooper being asked to make more big plays as well as DPJ and the running backs and the tight end position kind of moving the chains as it goes. So because of that, uh, Harrison's going to be really good. And it. (sighs) It should be Chubb. He should have an amazing game. Uh, He's going to get 15 touches for some fucking stupid reason uh, because you have to break every trend, even the trend of breaking the trend and breaking that trend. Uh, Stefanski is a very good coach and a very bad coach at the same time because he overthinks, and it sucks.
1: Yeah. I'll tell you what I don't feel anything. I'm I'm happy to see Donovan Peoples Jones. Uh, he was my need more info last week, and he kind of proved it. Um, you know, six catches, seventy one yards. He's been really good for them. I think the receiving core in general, including Najoku, overperforming by a lot, and really kind of bailing Brissett out. Uh, and, quite the, a bit. and that's
0: with Bell still getting acclimated to the NFL game. So yeah. they're not even like full go.
1: Yeah, for sure. We other side of things, other <laughs> other side of things. Joe Burrow uh, was as, as elite as any quarterback has been this year. Last week, I think I don't think that's a hot take. Thirty four forty two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Justin Fields actually may have been better last week. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, four hundred eighty one yards through the air, three touchdowns. He was on pace for eight hundred yards after the first quarter. Uh, Jamar Chase, 8 catches, 130 yards, and 2 touchdowns. Tyler Boyd, 8 catches, 155 yards, and a touchdown. Tyler Boyd is a top 20 receiver right now, which is nuts. Uh, T. Higgins, 5 catches, 93 yards, mostly in the second half. Joe Mixon got going, 17 carries, 58 yards, a touchdown, 3 receptions, 33 yards. I expect a lot of the same. I expect Joe Mixon to have 400 yards rushing this week, Uh, though the Browns (laughs) did. But
0: see, that's the problem. They've struggled on offense this year when they've been a balanced attack and more focused on the run, and that's what this matchup dictates for them. However, yeah. they just lit up the scoreboard by just saying, fuck that, you're going to get a carry a couple times a drive, we're throwing this bitch. And they put yeah. up points quick in a very big hurry. The difference is they're playing the Browns, not the Falcons. The Browns will actually throw the ball so they can keep up a bit. <laughs> uh That's the only difference, but... It's weird because I think even with the same game plan, I think, I mean, you know, what is this, eleven? I mean, mixing at what about 17, 18 points? I think he easily gets that again this week.
1: Yeah, he's getting in the end zone again as well. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, okay, that'll do it. Uh, oh wait, no, we didn't pick this game. I'm taking the Bengals pretty easily, and uh, I'll take the over. I think both. Yeah, are I'll good. take
0: the Bengals and the over too. Uh, the Browns. I won't. The Browns will probably stay at three points behind, and, you know, lose in the last second. Yeah. Like
1: always. That sounds about right. Also, shout out the Texans. They're in route for a top five pick uh, from the Browns this year. Currently, um, I don't know that when Watson comes back, if that's the case, but I think it might land top ten with how they've performed here in the first few weeks. So we'll see. We'll Pretty see. crazy. Pretty crazy with the expectations on that Cleveland team there. That'll do it for this show. Uh, we, I, I guess we should say, I think we're just going to move to Wednesdays. We've moved a lot of, you know, Randy had the Raiders play two weeks ago. I had the Bears uh, and Justin Fields specifically playing, and I really wanted to see that. And I'm glad I, I'm glad we were able to watch the game so that we could kind of give more insight when we talk about the games this week. It's, It's sometimes tough to do that when we miss the whole game. Uh, So we're going to move to Wednesdays. If you guys ever have waiver questions or anything like that, DM us, please uh, at C Williams NFL on Twitter at our hall NFL on Twitter at the cut FFB too. Um, But I can tell you, I'm not checking those DMS as much. So DM one of us personally, but if you ever have waiver questions, feel free to let us know. We obviously have kind of moved away from that on this show Um, with us being on Wednesdays. It doesn't make sense for us to give you waiver recommendations when waivers have already run. So, um, other than that, we will see you next Wednesday for sure uh with a week yep. nine preview and a little bit of a week eight recap. Good luck in your matchups this week. Randy, do you have anything to add?
0: No. Let's uh let's have a better week of injuries, I guess. That's that's yeah that's what we'll go with.
1: That is the key this week. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode of The Cut. Uh, If you're listening on the podcast forum, feel free to leave us a review. If you're watching us on YouTube, drop a little like. Hit us with a subscribe. All the good things. Thank you, guys. We'll talk to you guys later. For Randy Hall, I'm Christian Williams. We'll talk to you then. Later.